Well, hi, I'm Dave Swerdlick from Uptown Podcast Studios, located in Uptown Minneapolis, and StoryCub Video Picture Books. You can find Uptown Podcast at uptownpodcast.com, and you can find StoryCub at storycub.com, like a little bear. But most importantly, I am a proud member of Ed North, an EdTech meetup group located in the cities of Minneapolis and St. Paul in Minnesota. Want to learn more? Super easy. Ednorth.org. Again, Ednorth.org. I like to repeat myself. So, Ednorth.org. Great guest. Kirsten Mickish from Connection Zoo is our guest on this show, and she is multi-talented. Got to give her that. So let's check it out. It's time for what? It's the Ed North EdTech Podcast. It's the Ed North EdTech Podcast. It's the Ed North EdTech Podcast. Ed North Ed Tech Kirsten Mickish, welcome to the Ed North EdTech Podcast. Thank you very much. I appreciate you inviting me to be here with you. Well, it's great to have you on, and uh, it was great to meet you previously. We met some months back uh, at a local uh, pre-COVID event. Uh, yep. So that, that, was, that was awesome. We're talking education. We're talking technology. And you certainly fit right in there. Uh, so your company is Connect Human. Is that correct? That is correct. And it's also it's all spelled one word, Connect Human. Yes. Yeah, that's what I thought. But your product is called Connection Zoo, right? Correct. So for someone who doesn't know about Connection Zoo, first off, you can go to ConnectionZoo.com to learn more put that right out in front. Uh, but what is Connection Zoo? Yeah, so uh, Connection Zoo is the brand name of the products that we sell. And they, the, so the name of the company you mentioned is Connect Human. And so we exist to empower individuals and organizations to improve their well-being and optimize performance through human connection. And this product, Connection Zoo, uh, which is for elementary school age kids, does just that. It's a play-based learning game. And by playing it, kids not only build their social and emotional skills, but through that connection with other kids, with their parents or other caring adults that might be playing with them, build strong connections, strong emotional connections. And all of those things are the the ingredients for lifelong success and well-being. Wow. So 
let's talk concept. How did you come up with Connection Zoo? Well, my so I'm in business with my older son. He and I co-founded the company and he is the design brains behind Connection Zoo. So he was a an industrial design student. And for his senior thesis, he had to design a product from concept to prototype. And one of the things that he had observed and really had taken notice of on campus with a lot of his college friends was a high level of emotional and mental stress and anxiety and other mental health issues. And in many cases, maybe most cases, these college friends of his were not managing it in healthy ways. So he thought, well, maybe I should design a product to help them. And then as he spent a little more time researching and thinking about it, he decided, no, I want to design a product that helps build the kind of skills that allow kids to self-regulate and more effectively regulate their emotions. If we can teach them when they're young, then they will be able to use those skills and practice those skills over time. And by the time and well before they get to college, they will have healthy ways of managing the new big emotions that show up, the stress, the change and uncertainty, things like COVID that we would never expect. And so that's how he came up with the concept. And then he and I got together because after 28 years in corporate America, in human resources, um, I decided I wanted something new. And as the two of us talked about my idea for Connect Human, and then this product very nicely fitting into that vision and mission, we decided to join up. The other piece I would add is that after he and I started talking, I realized the pretty profound personal connection that I have with Connection Zoo. And that is that growing up, I experienced pretty significant, both generalized and social anxiety, but I also had um, strong perfectionist tendencies. And so I made sure that when I was feeling fear, when I was having a panic attack, when I was having trouble breathing, I made sure no one knew what was going on. So I became a great pretender and learned how to suppress a lot of what I was feeling and make sure no one ever knew. So I never talked to anyone. I never asked for help. I don't know that I would have known how to talk about what was going on, but it was a a, a lonely, scary journey to try to figure all that out by myself. If we can help one kid, obviously we want to help more, that might feel like me or is just experiencing, and I shouldn't say just, big new emotions related to new experiences, starting school or COVID. If we can help them first and foremost, understand that what they're experiencing is it's a normal part of the human experience, and then be able to teach them how to connect with people, adults, caring adults that can help them, and to be able to talk about what they're going through, they don't have to experience what I did. As a child, I experienced anxiety, and the only thing I could think of is it's normal. No one really recognized it. Just like you, I had nowhere to go or didn't think of bringing it up. There really wasn't this kind of personal Uh, attention given to kids. And I'm sure we're talking millions and millions of kids that are going through some sort of anxiety or some sort of loneliness or whatever it may be. This is a way to help them understand it. Is that right? 
Yes. And, you know, a part of being a kid and that whole development process that you experience as you're growing up, there will always be times when you will experience big new emotions or anxiety or overwhelm, right? Those kinds of things. And then for other kids, it's a regular part of their existence. In either case, Connection Zoo can be really helpful. But for those kids that that they're regularly having these kinds of feelings, it's even more profound. So we know kind of what it does or what it's meant to do. But what is Connection Zoo? It's a game, correct? Yes. And how does it work? Yeah, so Connection Zoo, it's play-based learning. The core product, it's a set of animal cards. The way it works is for each animal, we have an animal image and a fun fact that creates an association between that animal and some aspect of the social and emotional experience. So as kids get to know their animals, they develop a vocabulary that allows them to talk about what's going on for them, how they're feeling, and to be able to ask for help. So let me give you an example, the hummingbird. So we have a hummingbird in our zoo. Mm -hmm. And the fun fact about the hummingbird is that its heart can beat up to 1,260 times a minute. So the hummingbird is associated with a fast heartbeat. So we know when we are anxious, when we are scared, there are a lot of other things that might trigger a fast heartbeat. And being able to talk about that is important. And so what we have found is, first of all, kids love animals. And second of all, when they have a prompt and when they have vocabulary or words to be able to associate with that experience or what they're feeling, they are more likely to be able to talk about it, to be able to ask for help and to learn how to regulate their emotions in healthy ways. So they don't need to go and say, I'm feeling my heart rate is up. I'm I'm feeling hummingbird. I'm feeling like a hummingbird. Exactly. And so we offer 11 different ways to play, but we encourage people to make up their own ways. It's, it's kind of like, we want to get you started, but really do whatever you want with these, right? Whatever, whatever works. And so some of the ways to play are more conversational. So more like conversation cards And some of the ways that we suggest are more game-based, so with points, more like like you would play a regular game, but all using the animals and their associations somehow in that game play. When kids use Connection Zoo, they don't feel like they're learning. They feel like they're playing. And anyone that's in the kind of the kids game space knows that play is critically important. It's important because it brings joy, but it's also an important part of the learning process and an important part of how we connect with others and develop those relationships. And I'm sure they're more engaged because they're learning stuff. They're having fun. They're having fun. Exactly. We talk about Connection Zoo as it being playful learning that connects. That's Awesome. I can see how it could be extremely helpful in many sectors. So are you a B2C? Is that where you're at? B2B? A little of both? Yeah, a little of both. So ultimately, our end user is kids and their parents, caregivers, or educators, or therapists. We released our products or launched our products February 20th. And the whole first half of this year, we were very focused on the education and daycare market. Mm -hmm. And so one month in, well, that kind of 
ended. <laughs> Temporarily, we hope, but it ended. And obviously, educators and, and caregivers and so on have been in survival mode. It's been very, very tough for them. And so they're focused on what they need to be focused on. So we had to do the pivot like all other businesses had to. And we said, okay, maybe this is the time to look at going direct to parents. So we started down that path and that has been a huge learning experience because neither of us have expertise in digital marketing and, and social media other than some occasional personal use. The The challenge is, so we're, we're doing that and we are building our social media presence right now. The challenges that we have with respect to parents relative to educators is that educators really understand the importance of social and emotional learning and that social and emotional intelligence is a greater predictor of success than academic achievement, actually. And so a lot of educators are very focused already and have learned a lot about this space. So we can, with shorthand, say we have an SEL or social emotional learning product, and they'll say, great, what is it? How does it work? With parents, there's a whole different education process. So we realize that it's going to take a little longer to really establish ourselves and, and to do the kind of education we need to with parents. So while we're doing that, we're also really focused on strategic partnerships and strategic partnerships with organizations that exist for the well-being of children. And, or children and their families. And so there are a number of different types of organizations that fall into that category. There are nonprofits like Boys and Girls Club, Girl Scouts, et cetera. There are zoos. So we've started talking to a zoo who's going to be working with us to think about how they might use Connection Zoo as part of their education programs. There are therapists, medical professionals, medical facilities. So we're learning that space as well. There are also corporations right now who are very focused on supporting their working parents, their employees who are parents, who now are parents, teachers, in some cases, full-time caregivers, et cetera. The last category is uh, the retail space, so specialty retailers. And that's a space that we're really in the early stages of learning. In all cases, looking for, again, organizations that are serving the well-being of kids, whether that's through education or other ways, but looking for ways that we can bring mutual value. And in that retail space, again, just really exploring what kind of partnership opportunities. And then, of course, there's always, hey, could we put this on your shelves? So, sure. so yeah, so right now it's a mix, kind of that B2B strategic partnership. And then while we're building this um, social presence direct to parents. So in a sarcastic kind of way, you mentioned Connection Zoo, going to be working with the zoo. How awesome is that, right? It would be very cool. Yeah. It, it makes it makes So you can rebrand yourself as Connection Mall and work with shopping malls. Whoa, connection Car. Ooh, hadn't thought about that. Conne connection <laughs> Car. You could work with all some of the automobile ones. How about Connection Plane, where you know these airlines need to get up and running? Uh, you there could you take the Connection and use that as a base for yeah. all sorts of stuff. I told you the second time is better, right? Okay, that's an inside joke, never mind. But so, so you have a, something physical, there, these cards and everything. Where, where are you getting the stuff manufactured? How, is, how does that process take place? Yeah. Most of the, the components of our products are printed materials. And this is the power of networking. I like to think of myself as a master networker, partly because I love it, partly because I practice it a lot and, and I've gotten pretty good at it. However, this particular network connection came through my son, who is also developing some good skills there too. One of his friends works at Smart Press, which is very close to us here in Chanhassen. 
and they really service smaller organizations. We have found this beautiful partnership with them in that it's not just about them printing out our stuff. Taylor, just out of college designing product, he hasn't done this for a living. And so having their designers, for example, sit down with him and say, this will translate better to this type of product if you do this, this, and this. So that's who we're working with to do most of the components because most of them are printed. Besides this, the, the core product, which is these animal cards in this really cool carry case, which makes it very mobile. We also have a family kit and an educator and homeschool parent kit. With the educator kit, we also offer an online library of some digital materials, whether it's printable activities, some video, et cetera. And so of course that we've done on our own. And right now we've done the video on our own because we have some uh, connections that do some good editing. So that's how we've produced what we have. Oh, where do you see yourself post-COVID? You kind of had one idea going in and we're all assuming that someday we're going to be post-COVID. Have you thought about kind of going back to your original idea or has COVID actually opened up more opportunities for you because you figure out a way how to pivot? I love that question because I am one of those people that after about 24 hours of crying, blaming, feeling like a victim, I go, all right, something's happened I don't like. What am I going to do with this? How could this actually be better? And so I love your question because that's what we did is we went, okay, well, this is what it is. While it's been very difficult, we think that going forward, we may have some opportunities that we hadn't thought about or maybe wouldn't have thought about, or at least not for some period of time. So as I talked about the strategic partnerships, a couple of examples. So one is corporations. Now I come out of the corporate world and I have an extensive network and I understand in a big way what it means to be a working parent in, I'll use air quotes, normal times, both as a working parent, but also because in my career as human resources, serving employees who were working parents. And I hadn't at all ever thought about partnerships with corporations, and maybe I should have. But as I started to talk with my HR friends and watch the news, it was like, oh, there are some incredible companies out there that are looking for ways to support their parents because they understand the stress that these parents are going through. And they understand that what that stress translates to back in the workplace is lower productivity, less engagement, potentially some interaction issues between people, et cetera. And so I thought, wow, well, let me see. I think that we could help fill a gap, that we could help solve a problem that hasn't existed, at least not to this extent, in corporations. You never would have thought of that. It was so outside the box of what you were originally thinking. The other piece of this as well is I'm a certified coach and I've mostly done career coaching and transition coaching. Um, but when COVID hit, I thought I've wanted to try doing group coaching. And I've been really spending a lot of time and actually got another coaching certification in social and emotional intelligence. And this was early COVID days, but this feels like it's already emotional and it may, depending on how long it goes, could really be taxing on folks. I'm going to see what I can do in terms of applying my expertise in my coaching practice to see what I could do here as well. And so initially... I did that with people in transition, those people who were in job search at a very difficult time or had lost their job, and also with small business owners and entrepreneurs. And then I thought, 
well, wait a minute here. I could do group coaching for educators who maybe need a little self-care this summer. And so I did that. And with parents. And so it's just kind of opened up my thinking around how I can bring that set of skills and expertise. Again, I always like to do things where there is mutual benefit, right? Well, where I am helping someone meet a need or solve a problem. And so now as I'm talking with corporations, for example, and other organizations, I'm saying, look, I can, for your working parents, for example, do group coaching sessions. So there's some other things that we can do, not just product-based, but to support the folks that are using the product so that they're even more effective. That's amazing how the, the transformation of, first off, your son coming up with this, this great idea, yeah. and then mom jumping in, wow, and you guys are still talking? Everything's good? Yeah. <laughs> we, we occasionally, like the other day, we, we pulled out Connection Zoo, and we decided we were going to play one of the games, and one of them is, you know, you, you pick... Um, five cards or up to five cards and then make up a story with the animals and, and what those animals stand for. So we, we played that one together as adults. And it's funny because we've sent connections to, uh, to a few therapists who are using it and have, have been providing feedback. And one of the clinics we sent it to, uh, the woman said, Hey, just wanted to let you know, we received it. And um, a bunch of us, all adults at lunch yesterday played the storytelling one. <laughs> so yeah. So that helps us too. We have, we, we too will pull this out and play. So set up the card table, invite your friends, <laughs> bring out the alcohol and you're in for a good night with Connection Zoo. We do have some ideas for an adult version with, with that could or could not be used with alcohol. Getting back to Connection Zoo is seriously helping kids. That's really what it's all about. And sure. let's just take it all back home here as we get ready to wrap this up. But it's it's about helping kids. It's about them learning about their feelings, giving them certain words like hummingbird you mentioned to describe how they're feeling. It's like, how do you feel? How, how does a, a kid sometimes describe how they feel? It's very difficult. Is that really the, the basis of what Connection Zoo is all about? Yeah, I, and I, I would just um, add a couple things. And experts in this space, and this is all based on some incredible research, will tell you that one of the key things that you need to do, well, a few things that you need to do to be able to effectively regulate your emotions is you've got to be able to name them. You've got to be able to mention them. And then you've got to be able to just, to not just, but to feel, to experience that feeling. And so giving yourself permission to feel whatever shows up, we have a five-step process, feel it, name it, mention it, move it, and move it gets into the physical, the body stuff, mm -hmm. and then think it. And so it's about this process that you can develop with the help of our Connection Zoo animals to effectively manage whatever shows up because all feelings are normal. They're really important messengers about what we need. And that not only is it helping kids, but their families. And right now there's so much stress in the home that to be able to bring in more joy and reduce that stress through conversation, connection, and play is what it's really all about. So if people want to know more information uh, about your product, connectionzoo.com. Uh, yes. would, would be the place to go. Uh, what about if uh, people want to reach out to you? Are you on LinkedIn? Is that, a, is that good for you? Or 
Uh, yeah, LinkedIn is awesome. We also have a connect with us on our our Connection Zoo page, or they can email me at Kirsten, although nobody knows how to spell that, K-J-I-R-S as in Sam, T-E-N, at connecthuman, all one word, dot net. Kirsten at connecthuman.net. I'm one of those who can't spell it, by the way. I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, Kirsten Mickish. Yes. Wow. Well, thanks again for joining us on the Ed North EdTech Podcast. And again, connectionzoo.com. Go check it out. Well, thank you once again to Kirsten Mickish from Connection Zoo. You can check it out, as previously mentioned, at connectionzoo.com. And thanks for listening to the Ed North EdTech Podcast. For more information, just head on over to ednorth.org. Again, ednorth.org. Education, technology, let's all help each other. And we'll talk to you soon on the next Ed North EdTech Podcast.